Time to pass the remote. I'm James Chalmers, and with me as always is Tina Chalmers. Hello. Caught you off guard. You're yeah, like, that's different. I was like, that's different. 2020, we've got no time for long intros anymore. Ah. Theme song's been cut as well. But I like this. Time to grab a snack. <laughs> what is it even? I've said it so many times. Time should... to grab a snack, pull up a chair and pass pull the remote. Pull up a chair. You've got to say it. Well, we just did. Yeah. <laughs> Inadvertently. Hmm. Uh, no Nick this week, but... Uh, don't complain, guys. You had it for two weeks in a row, so just uh, get off the back. Yeah. He's, uh, he'll be back next week, I think. I just messaged him before, and it sounds like he's going to be on the uh, on the show again. I'm just going nice. to let Luna into the house, because she's in a real joke. Is she even coming in? No, no, she's just sitting there looking at me. Yeah, yeah, of course, yep. Uh, quick little bit of housekeeping up front. People may have noticed this already, but in case they haven't, uh, we have a new host website now. Um, which you must know, otherwise you wouldn't know how to listen to this. <laughs> yeah. Not on, uh, we, will, we won't even name the old party, but basically that free service was, uh, causing more problems than help in the it end. It just kind of dissolved in the end. Yeah, so we're very uh, excited to be part of Wooshka. Wooshka. I kept calling them Wutushka, that's not what they're called, <laughs> they're called Wooshka. Um, Australia-based and Australian-created, as far as I'm aware, like mm. actually an Australian broadcaster created, very cool. Nice, cool. Um, and, uh, oh, look, there's... I mean, it means nothing to the listeners, but like their like service and like the way you kind of use the interface is so easy. It's great. Like amazing. But I was able to import the entire catalog over in minutes. Yeah, that's great. Um, previously, when we've had to change our hosts, it's taken me days. So it was amazing. Uh, and they also have this thing where they normalize the audio for you. So last, I had actually I probably should check, but like last, I did it for the last episode. So you know how if you listen to our show, sometimes it starts off very loud, yeah, and then we kind of peter out as you know yeah. it gets to the second, third hour yeah. of the show. Well, it balances it out, so it should oh, be all one great. level. That's yeah, really good. so very happy with Wushka. Very uh, appreciative that they welcomed us in because they don't take everyone. Oh uh, uh, yeah, you have to like get vetted. Basically, you like mm. you apply and they decide whether they they want you or not. Mm-hmm. And they're also free for us, which is awesome because keeps it free for everyone else as well. Um, and aside from that, what you may not... from ads, too. Um, there may be ads. Oh, okay. There's not, there's not at the moment. If we hey, hit, strike that from the record. If we hit a certain level of traffic, there will be ads. Um, I meant, like, the ads where we go, by the way, James, oh, did look, you know that blah, 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 blah? Oh, I would totally do ads for no shoot in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> there are... Oh, it's so good. I would do ads for Turkish Delight eggs. I would do it for that. I always eggs, wanted. Um, sitting in front of me right now. I always wanted Pastor Mo to be sponsored by Reading Cinemas. Like oh were, yeah. We're at the old yeah. studio because we went there. Like, well, I mean, I went there pretty much every week. I was like, please, mm. like, that'd be amazing if you could sponsor us. Um, but uh, not the case. Need list, Need lots of listeners for sponsors, and we we're just still climbing. But I think Bush is going to be a really big uh, hand in that. Um, but there may be ads in the future. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that we have going on is an Instagram account now, which until today yes. you will be noticed has been pretty uh, heavy posting, putting stuff up every week. Today I was like, you know what, day off. Like, yeah. 
don't need to post it like every single day. Mm. Um, you probably should, but I don't know. Second no, for... I think a day off's good. People, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Mm-hmm. People get sick and tired of people posting all the time. So you can check us out now at uh, Pastor Remote Pod on Instagram. No Twitter yet. Um, I've been advised by a friend of mine that we should get into the Twitter game because that's where it's at. But um, like, I don't write short posts either. So like, I spend like 10 minutes on each yeah. Instagram post. So it's like a chunk of my day gone. Like, I'll, we'll get there eventually. But uh, considering even though the podcast is an oral medium, movies being a visual medium, I think Instagram is better for us. Yeah. Plus it puts like images to our audio. Yeah, that's right. We, um, I think yesterday we put a photo of the vaults, which is where all the movies are in this yeah. house. <laughs> it's pretty impressive. Not even all of them. That's just like... Yeah, that's like a... Most, what, most what would you say? Them. Three quarters? I'd say that's three quarters. More than three quarters. It's, it's pretty much all of them. There's a few like... um like We have some stuff in the bedroom as well. Like... And everything that's in the coffee table. No, uh, those are spares. Ah, uh, yeah. I but think... still, the, we, we own them. Uh, right. They're not all spares, but I think there are some spares in there. Okay. There's quite, like, I got a lot. I got over a thousand DVDs and over, like, 300 yeah. or something. It's, it's crazy. I've worked at jobs, the, both jobs in the last couple of years that I've worked at. People are like, what do you mean you buy movies on disc? Mm. I'm like, shut up. Yeah. I get it, you're young. Well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, we'll start the show, I suppose. <laughs> um, it's like buying a book over reading it on a Kindle. Yeah, I like the you weight know? of a book. Yeah. Although, like, I just started reading The Stand, and that's 1,400 pages, and that's pretty heavy. Yeah. You're like, my arms are too tired I to was, hold this up. The, I was reading it on the couch, lying down, and I had to rest it on my belly. Cause See? I, that's the problem that I have. Yeah, but, like, a comic book is not that heavy. No, but a comic book is flimsy. Um, I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> you just get this practice makes perfect. That's true. We've got a show to do. Yeah, we do. We'll get into it. <laughs> Um, but it's a bit of rare banter. Like it, did, it, it was less forced than normal. Have to mm-hmm. force it. Um, I'm going to let you pick today. We have three things. Oh, I am. We have three things to cover. We have movies. We have TV, and we have the Oscars. What would, actually? I'm got a little bit of news. So what would you say? Four things. What would you like to look at first? Um, I say let's go over the Oscars first. Beautiful. Yeah. Let's do it. We watched it. Um, we had the seven uh, app on TV, which is awesome mm-hmm. because we still don't have free to wear because we need to get an antenna cable for our television. Yeah. Um. And we could also like fast forward through the ads and like the songs because I know they went to watch everything, but I'm sorry, like if the song, I don't care about that. Yeah, most of the songs. I don't uh, need to watch Eminem. Like seventeen years later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, that was strange. Even after the explanation, I was like, okay, but why? Like, it's like what the seventeenth anniversary means nothing. Yeah. Like, just come to the Oscars, dude. Mm. The first time. Um, I. Uh, well, before we get into the winners, I am um, no host. Yep. Which um, has happened before. Um, I like. Do you think it does better with no host or better with a host? I think so, man. Like, I mean, they they acknowledge it themselves. Like, one of the guys from 1917 was like, you know, we're at the very end of it here, so we want to get through it quickly. So here I am to introduce someone else, and introduce someone else. I'm like, yeah, stop doing that. Mm. Like, you don't need to do that. Like, I understand they're just like, get as many celebrities in as possible. Yeah. No, it's fine. Mm. Um, but I do like. Um, I think with less with no host, it kind of moves a bit faster. Moves a bit faster. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Um, I liked um, Janelle Monae at the start. I thought like once she kind of got into the funky side of her her song, like, um, she was the woman who started the show. She was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh-huh. they had all the dancers, mm-hmm. and it felt like the dancers of um, films that 
uh, wrongfully did not get nominated for Oscars. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was like, there was a bunch of people in like the costumes from Midsummer, which I'm like, how did this not get nominated for like costume? Yeah. Um, and like cinematography. Like, even if you didn't like the movie, which had their years. Well, it's gone up against 1917 for cinematography. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, but, of I mean, course that's going to take I didn't it. say it had to win. I said it could have been nominated. Oh, yeah. That's what it wasn't I'm... even nominated. Yeah. Um, and like us, which again, like to me, like is nowhere near as good as Get Out, but still, it was like, like it seemed like she was like, we're going to represent all the films that didn't get represented except for Joker. Which got... Isn't that what she said? I'm pretty know. sure that's what she said. I don't know, because there were people dressed up as the Joker as well, which mm. did pretty, uh, did okay at the Oscars. Yeah. Um, were you overall uh, happy with the results of the Oscars? Um, well, I mean, look, I mean, and obviously, spoiler alert. Spoilers we're going to be spoiling, spoiling. Mm. We're going to be spoiling. Um, you know who wins what awards. I haven't seen Parasite, mm-hmm. so I can't say that it deserves it or doesn't deserve it. Mm-hmm. I got to say though, I'm really happy with the director. He seems so nice. Her, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and um, I loved how he was standing up there and he was saying how. When he was at film school, he would study Martin Scorsese, mm. and now here he is in the same room as Martin Scorsese. In the same bracket, like nominated the same, for the same thing. Nominated yeah. for the same thing, and he's actually won. Um, and he just seems really humble. He just seems really, really nice. Um, and so I'm glad that he won it. Like, I mean, that's the thing. Um, so you're looking at the the best director was um, the other the other movies for for best director. Yeah, he got best director. He got best director. No, Tarkovich. no, he got yes. Tarkovich. No, that's right. Yes, he Sorry, got best yeah. picture. He got best picture, best international, best international, which used to be best yeah. foreign language when they changed it, which mm. I kind of like. Yeah. Um, um. So best the other best pictures was Martin Scorsese with The Irishman. Mm-hmm. It was Joker. It was Joker. Nineteen seventeen. Nineteen seventeen, and it was. T- Tarantino with Once Upon a Time and a couple others as well because yeah. it was like nine. Yeah, I think Tubman um, or Harriet or whatever it's called, the Harriet Tubman film. Oh yeah, there were a few. But like you know, there's a quite a couple of people in there who have won mm. awards in the past. So I really liked that he he got it. Um, but yeah, that being said, I haven't seen Parasite, so I can't say if it was deserving or not, in my opinion, because I haven't seen it. It's funny, like, I remember... Cause I, but so, yeah, you were telling me about it. I well, was like, this is shit! It's, well, I it's watched not it, even about bugs! I finally watched it the day before the Oscars. Um, I finally got a chance to watch it. And I had no idea what it was. But I like the director, like, he made Snowpiercer, which I think is really underrated. It's a really cool action film. It's kind of like, um... Kind of like the raid. It was set on a train, but mm. it's Chris Evans, so it's like Captain America killing people on a train. Um, set in the future, so I really like that. I think he's made a couple of others I've seen as well, um, but I didn't know what it was. I just kind of pulled a hereditary. I'm like, I'm just going to go in and see what it's like, and hopefully it's great. And at the end of it, I was like, I don't know if this is the best picture of the year. Like there are other, fil- I mean, look, we talked about our favorite films in the last episode mm. and the and the episode before as well. Um, Parasite definitely does enter my top ten. Like, sorry, Hail Satan, it drops out of the top ten, and this will go somewhere. Around the Jojo Rabbit area, like kind yeah. of four or five for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be at all. Um, but uh, yeah, I just thought it was funny. Like when I was telling you about it, you're like, oh, I thought it was a monster movie. I'm like, nope. Yeah, I thought it was literally about parasites, like mm. getting into people and bugs. And... Mm. I thought it was a horror movie. Yeah. That's what I thought it was. Because um, everybody was, I don't know, like nobody said it, nobody told me it was a horror movie, but the way that people were talking about it made, and because it's called Parasite, yeah. you go, oh, it must be a horror movie then. It's not, it's good. Like it's really enjoyable. Mm. It's some really good performances. So I'm glad that they, and I was really happy that, um, 
South Korea got some representation because they yeah. make some great movies. Uh, there's a lot of great Asian films out there that haven't got uh, any recognition at all. Mm. Um, like I think the last one was like House of Flying Daggers in 2003 or something. Yeah, yeah, there are probably yeah. others, but mm. like it's kind of few and far between. Um, so I was, yeah, I was really happy that he won. Happy that um, Joaquin won. Yeah, so I was very happy with that. I thought he was very deserving of that award. I didn't really like his speech. I thought it was very preachy, which I think a lot of people do think yeah. and, and, and agree with. Like, I mean, okay, yes, um, if you, you've got a platform to, to send a message, that's great. That's fantastic. But maybe send a message about the industry or maybe send a message about something that's related. You mm. don't have to be like, we rip a cow from its yeah. mother, which is what he was saying. Well, he'd, he had, he'd also done another film last year, like a documentary narrated, like a documentary about that sort of stuff. Yeah, about so. being vegan and stuff like that. Yeah. Veganism. Also, and like, fair enough, like if he wants to talk about veganism, that's totally fine. But I think there's a time and a place mm. and I don't think that's the time or the place. Like if you wanted to later on make a post about it or something like that, sure, that's cool, that's great. But like it just went on this weird... It, tangent. It did like there was some moments where I was like, "What's?" Look, I was just like, "Is he?" He's clearly just talking about whatever comes into his head. I'll say this: he hadn't come up with. I prefer. Speech, I prefer. Is... I prefer his speech to Renee Zellweger's. See, I thought Renee Zellweger's was at she... least. I mean, it was boring. Her I, speech. I was but... like, she saw Joaquin. Was like, I need to make stuff up on the spot to be as inspiring as him. I'm like, no, no I don't. Think, no, I don't think that was it I at all. Felt, I, I like think her me. speech was an actual proper Oscars winning speech. She thanked all the people that she worked with. She talked about how without Julie Garland, none of this would be possible, mm. and and all of the work that Julie Garland did, and how proud she is to you know um, represent her, and blah 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 blah, and all that kind of stuff like that. So that's what made it a boring Oscar speech because, you know, she said all the things that she spoke But she was also like, but nah, I thought she that was like was... stuttering and stammering. And she she was... was, she was. Yes, she was. Can but I just... That, but I mean, she's just won an award. Yeah, but you know what? Here's, I mean, like Olivia Coleman last year. Yeah. Perfect speech. Year... Yeah, but that's also like... Year before that, Frances McDormand. Perfect speech. Here's what... I don't get this kind of like shy th- thing that actors or everyone has. Like, oh, I didn't think I'd win, so I didn't write a speech. Yeah. Just write a speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes, no, I... no, no. I think Renee Zellweger wrote a speech oh, because she... she listed all the. She she was like, I'm thinking this person and that person and mm. this person and that person. I think Whacking Phoenix didn't write a speech because he was just like, um, thanks, uh, Academy, uh, yeah. vegan, yeah. Uh, see ya. By. And he just seems. I like, think you're remembering. Her. I think happy. you're remembering hers differently. Like they were both. Maybe like, I am. His stands out more because he got very um, in your face with certain stuff. But, also but hers he... was just as rambling and felt oh, like... Oh, hers was totally rambling. Yeah. And like I said, boring. Mm. Like, I was just like, okay, we're mm. done now. Come on, finish it up. But what was I going to say? I don't know. Um, her, she seemed happy to receive the award and he seemed miserable. He was just like, oh, I have this thing now. I think he's just... A, I think, he's and I just think a, that's because that's just the kind of person I think he's he just a serious guy. Like, yeah. it'd be like um, Daniel Day-Lewis. Actually, Daniel Day-Lewis actually was pretty happy mm. when he won his... But I do love the way that he ended his speech with the quote by River. Yes. I thought that was, that was beautiful. Lovely. Yeah, That yeah. was absolutely beautiful. And that was something that was heartfelt that, you know, obviously Renee Zellweger's speech was missing. Mm. Do you know, actually, whose speech I really liked? Probably one of the best speeches of the night? Mm. Brad Pitt's. 
He talked about an issue too, didn't he? What did he talk about? I don't know, but at the end of the day, uh, about stuntmen. Yeah, that was a really good point. I 100% agree with that. Um, See, that's something that sheds light on an issue that's within the industry, I think, which is really good. Yeah, and um, Mm. he was... I I didn't realise he hadn't won an award before. I was like, holy Christ, that's going on. Like, it's so good in everything. Mm. Uh, It was the same with the whole Lena DiCaprio thing a couple of years ago. How has he not won an Oscar yet? And then he won it for Revenant of all Mm. things. Um, Um... I, I really loved the opening speech uh, by... Martin Chris Rock. Yes, I thought that was really good. Yes, that 90 really years funny. ago, no black actors were nominated tonight. One. <laughs> One. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought that was really, really funny. Though. Yeah, they, they do a, a really good, good duo. I was surprised they how well they bounced off. They do do a really um, good duo. I really liked, even though I'm not a huge fan of the song, I really liked how they got all the... Yes. Voice actresses to do um, the Frozen song. Yes, with absolutely. Den- I thought. Actually, you know what? Awesome. Josh Gad is my favorite. Oh person. yeah, Josh Gad. When he introduced um, Adina Menzel, Adina like Adina Menzel. Exactly. <laughs> exactly how it's spelled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was perfect. I want to. I want to watch that again. And I was like, um, I was in the movie Frozen Two. Yeah. Or as climbing change denies, <laughs> not Frozen Two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude was just funny. I was it just was like, really good. Did some really good stuff. Um, yeah, so I don't know, like, there was... Oh, well, there's one, there's one other thing. What on earth was happening with Diane Keaton? She's just crazy, man. What was that? She's just weird. Because you like, some people are saying that she was drunk. Other people are saying, no, that's what she's like. I'm like, she came out in a blanket. I think she... With a belt. I think she's just like that. I think she's just a bit of an oddball. Yeah. um, and like, especially like when the act, like the actors and actresses get older, like you notice like two years ago when like, remember when La La Land won best picture, but didn't win? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. That was, um, Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway who were older actors and actresses. Mm. And like what happened was, um, I can't remember what it was. They had the wrong envelope and they saw... Uh, like, oh, I thought like they were all written down, but the one that you're supposed to read out was in bold or something. They had like... They saw like Emma Stone or whatever. And yeah. like, yeah, La La Land. It's like, no. Like, you gotta read... Yeah, you gotta I don't actually know. read the envelope. But they made like... They, anyway, like, I don't think it was their fault, but like you could tell like they're just like, look, these old people need to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but like you can see like when some of the older actors and actresses get up there, they ramble. Mm. And it, I feel like it's kind of part of, you know, the sad part of Hollywood where there is an ageism, so they're not getting as much movie attention as they used to. And so they're like, oh, I'm back in the spotlight. Let me just talk yeah. about whatever I want. <laughs> yeah. Like a grandparent, kind of. <laughs> yeah. um, Like you don't see, I don't know. I mean, maybe, I, I don't but know. But maybe she's just like that. But she was, she was drunk. She was frustrating to watch. I really enjoyed um, also Maya Rudolph and Kristen Wiig. Oh, that was brilliant. I loved that. I did, was not a fan of Billie Eilish's response. She get, to to them. Yeah, they cut her at one point. She was like, like. Oh, I thought that was for something else. No, she didn't get it. Ah. Uh, and I was like, dude, you've been on the scene for like two minutes. Like, yeah, calm that's down. Right. Exactly. Uh, and no, I did, that clip was really funny. And I didn't really like her performance either. So. Oh, you didn't. Nah. You don't like her. I don't know enough about her to like make a judgment. Yeah. But like between her disapproving look of two comedic like superstars. Oh, I don't know that. Oh, Kristen Wiig, yeah. I don't know who my Rudolph was. A that, maybe not. Over, maybe not over here, but like she's been. She's that was very funny. SNL alumni. She's yeah. been around forever. Um, and like, yeah, I just didn't think her performance of yesterday was that good. Like, what did you think? Because you know exactly what I thought. What do you do? You think of Timothy Chalamet's um, 
Oscar's outfit. I mean, I don't really care about the outfits. So I'm like, it was strange. I would argue, not as strange as Diane Keaton's. He just looked like he just looked like he came from like high school or something. He looked like he came from the gym. Yeah, he was wearing like basically like a a sweatshirt sort of thing. I think like there's this weird. He might as well have worn a tuxedo t-shirt. Part of me is like, but which I also hate. You know, it's like a three, four hour ceremony. Like, why do they have to sit? Like, because they don't get up. Because they have to do it like once out of the year. No, that's not true. You know, it's not when they go to premieres. They're all. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. It's so hard to get dressed up in really nice clothes. I was gonna say, believe me. Do you know what they should do? A three thousand dollar Dolce and Gabbana suit. They should. So difficult. They should all have to come in costume from the film they're nominated in. Yeah. So you could. (laughs) That's what they have to do in the future. (laughs) So Benedict Cumberbatch and like Mark Ruffalo always just have like the CGI dots on their faces. Yeah. yeah, all in all, I thought it was like a pretty good ceremony. There was no one... The only disappointment for me was that Scarlett didn't pick anything up. I thought that she would have got Best Supporting for Jojo Rabbit. Who got Best Supporting instead? It was Laura Dern for Marriage Story. Oh, yeah. And I haven't seen that Which yet. Which we haven't seen. Because it just does not look fun. It <laughs> like looks it was... like after we watch it, we'd have an argument. Yeah. Yeah. I believe he was right. <laughs> Um, Be like, you never do the dishes. I always do the dishes. True, you always do the dishes. But... Um, <laughs> Dogs losing their minds, but um, so that was the only one I think I, I was disappointed about. But everyone else that I wanted to win something got something, so it was cool. Not that it means anything in the long run to me because mm-hmm. I'm not affected anyway by it. But it's yeah. like, oh, cool. Like, I'm glad that my tastes were kind of reflected. Like, sometimes the oh, the only other thing I didn't like was that Avengers didn't pick up the CGI one. I was like, come on, man. yeah. <laughs> Luna is also mad about it. Yeah, she is. But that's the Oscars done and dusted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to give you a little bit of news, just so we get it out of the way. Yep. Um, just two things. Uh, there's been some set photos released from the new Suicide Squad film. Yep. Directed by James Gunn. And we see Harley, she's got her black and red hair now. Ah, oh, cool. Uh, and Margot Robbie's been wearing like a big, like... <laughs> like... She's got this... Do you want to... I'll deal with it. Well, the news is for you, so... Ugh, these crazy dogs. And the minute we put them outside, they start barking. Yeah. This is uh, not the... It's... That's why I wasn't going to put him outside. And you were like, no, put him outside. I was like, we might have to put him outside. It's fine. Yeah. It's cool. It's the ambiance of the show. <laughs> um, she's got like, this red dress on. It was kind of like um, like a cha-cha dress or something. So this big, like, Mexican st- oh, okay. style dress. I'm sure it's like her, not her official outfit for the movie. I'm sure she's going to have multiple outfits. Yeah. Um, and there were a few other people seen on set as well. But, like, that's the big thing. Because, obviously, Birds of Prey just came out, which we'll talk about shortly. Um, but she's got another little hairstyle change, so, I don't know. Nice. That's about it. Uh, and then the biggest uh, piece of news, probably in the last two weeks, is that finally, well, I don't know if it's finally, it's maybe a little bit sooner than we expected even, um, first photo of Batman, um, of Robert Pattinson as Batman yes, from uh, right. the new Batman film, The Batman. Yep. Um, it's not a full suit reveal, um, it's shot uh, in a red light, which was very strange, and then someone said... I don't think that was strange. Well, strange, just like, like not strange. I was like, oh, that's an interesting choice. Like, why won't you mm. just show it? And then someone was like, well, there've been speculations. Is it going to be gray and black, or all black, or gray and blue? Like, what's this oh, going to look okay, like? Yeah. And so putting under a red, red light yeah. that you don't know. There's still some mystery no, to it. That's right. Yeah. Um, you also don't see the ears of the bat mm. suit of the cowl or whatever. So I guess um, he's keeping us on tender hooks to see what that's going to be. Because there's a lot of people, like you mean tender hooks. It's tender. It's tender. I don't think so. It's tenterhooks. 
Okay, well, I'll... I'll... Tender hooks. What are tender hooks? I don't know. To keep you... Tender hooks. Okay, fine. I'm going to look this up while you're talking. Because um, people get... Uh, like people get really defensive of the length of the bat ears. Some people like short ears Batman. Some people like long ears Batman. Tenterhook. Is it? There yes. you go. That's fine. I was wrong. <laughs> it's at like the time I pronounced camo camo. So it's all good. I'm always camo. Yeah. Well, I don't remember that. It was on this show. It was on a different <laughs> show. But I'm always caught like pronouncing things wrong. So it's fine. Um, he's a little collar on his on his cape. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. So his neck doesn't get sunburnt. Yeah, because Batman's known for being out of the day, huh? Yeah. Moonbird, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like the look of it, though. Like, I like that... Um, yeah, I think it looks good. It's got a bit of a Gotham by Gaslight feel, like, because um, there's this book that's kind of set, like, in the Jack... It's set during Jack the Ripper, and, like, they kind of took the DC Universe and put it in that time. And so he's got, like, this old cloak instead of, like, a cape. Oh, okay. Um, and that's what it kind of reminded me of. Uh, but the biggest thing that people have been pointing out is the bat symbol itself, which is pretty cool shape and design already mm. but it's made up from what it looks like of um parts of guns yeah and um there was a, a story written i want to say maybe last year the year before now in detective comics 1000 uh kevin smith wrote it and the whole concept of the story was that bruce wayne went to like this um this like pawn shop type thing like mm. this guy who deals in um rare pieces of weaponry from gotham villains like he goes around and scavenges them so he had like a Riddler bomb and Luke Joker yeah. t- chattering teeth and stuff mm. like that. Um, and his most prized possession was, was the gun that killed Bruce Wayne's parents. Mm. Um, even though the guy who killed Bruce Wayne's parents is like barely known by anyone. Like yeah. that's one of the most important like weapons in, in comics history, or at least mm. in, in Gotham. So like you saw that and Bruce Wayne, like when in undercover bought it, melted it down and created, um, turned into a shield to protect his chest mm. against gunfire. So like taking nice. Yeah, so by looking at that, I'm like, oh, I'm pretty sure that's what that is. And that idea was developed by Kevin Smith? Yeah, Kevin Smith came up with that Mm. idea. Mm. Like, that's not the first time that um, they put, like, a chess piece in there, like Frank Miller did in The Dark Knight Returns and stuff. But, like, to go the extra mile, we're like, well, if we're going to put metal in there, like, why wouldn't we make it, like, the only thing that kind of connects him to his parents? Like, now his parents are protecting him. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of what it looks like they might be doing with this. I'm not 100% sure. Mm. Um, But if I had to guess... That's like whilst do it. Yeah, that's right. Um, and we get a little bit of a look at the bat chin as well. People are comparing him to Daredevil because they can't see the ears, so he looks mm. kind of like Daredevil. I don't care, I love Daredevil too. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty much all the news, just the two little photos, the new Harley Quinn photo and the new Batman photo. But I think the bat suit looks good. I'm not, you know. No, I agree. I think it looks good too. And like it's, like you needed to, you didn't have that big fat bat that Affleck had. Like Affleck's yeah. like an older dude who's like big and like bulking, whereas mm. Pattinson's quite slim and athletic. So mm. it'd be weird if like half of his uniform was just this giant yeah. bat. Um, but yeah, I liked it. So that movie's not out until next year. We've got to wait a little bit longer still. But uh, I don't know. Mm. I, to, I'll just like, if they can just release a picture a day, like send me some new stuff every day. The way Snyder did with Batman vs Superman. I was like, here's the Batmobile. Here's sad Batman. <laughs> Um, all right, flip of the coin. What do you want, movies or TV? Um, let's do movies. Beautiful. Well, a couple of films to talk about, but the big one to talk about is Birds of Prey mm-hmm. uh, and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. That is mm-hmm. the full title of the film. Yep. Before we get into it, it should be noted that the film is not doing well. Oh, isn't it? No, kind of flopping. Mm. Um, and people are coming out and saying um, the reason that the film is not doing well is because the audience is sexist. 
Oh, uh, yeah, I saw this article. It was like, um, it was like, um, female, female directed movie starring all female cast is being slammed by male, like, critics or something like that. I mean, I saw some sort of article or something like that. That's fine, but how do you explain Wonder Woman then? Like, no, I know. Uh, it was just, like, uh, it was no, just like a, a stupid little thing that I saw. Yeah, I know. I know. No, I know that you're not saying. Like, I think we need to stop. Look, I'm sure there's a portion of the audience out there that is sexist. So I'm not seeing a girl film made by girls about girls. There probably is a portion of the audience out there, but it's not all of them. No, it can't be all of them. Part of the reason that probably like this movie isn't doing well is that. Hey, it's not a Birds of Prey movie. Like mm. they call it a Birds of Prey. Like, I'm sorry, I watched that movie and I like that movie. Yeah, not a Birds of Prey film. So mm. much so that the studio has renamed it. Like now, I don't know. If oh, it's, I don't know if it's out here, but in America now, it's called Harley Quinn: colon, Birds of Prey. Oh wow! They've rebranded it because <laughs> okay. people weren't going to it. Yeah, I think the other problem is, um, just like Suicide Squad, no one knows what it is. Yeah, no one knows what it is. Like, no, this... like well, this is the thing. Like, I'm sorry. I only know about Birds of Prey because you told me about Birds of Prey. Yeah. If I hadn't known you as a huge comic book fan, I would have no idea what Birds of Prey is or what it's supposed to be or anything like that. And the like the and like you know they didn't um, bring out the second official trailer to the day it was released in theaters. Yeah. But there's been always weird like marketing things. Like they push it, if they had called it Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey, at least people would be like, "Oh yeah, Harley yeah. Quinn, like mm. Suicide Squad." Even though, like, again, like Suicide Squad did make a billion dollars and won an Academy Award somehow. But yeah. when they were making that film, I'm like, I don't know why they're making this movie so soon. Like, I know they want to be different, and that's cool. But I don't know. Like, Marvel didn't drop Guardians of the Galaxy for a while. Yeah, they didn't even make Avengers until they released like six films. So like, this person's in a, like. These, these are all your characters. And also, by the way, this last film, just in case you weren't sure what the Avengers were, he's the first of them. Yeah. Like, in the title. Mm. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like, mm. um, and like, I know we always end up like, comparing Marvel and Disney. And I quite like this movie, and we'll get into it in a little bit. But I don't think the reason it's not doing well is because of sexism. Not entirely. I'm sure that's a portion of it. Absolutely. But I, th- I think it's more got to do with, yeah, people don't know what it is. And I also feel like the movie itself doesn't know what it is. So my... I liked it. Mm. Um, I struggled at the beginning to understand who the audience for this movie was or Mm. what this movie was trying to do because it's like that hyper-violence, lots of swearing, like inappropriateness, but at the same time like really... visually child friendly Mm. childish and all this kind of stuff like that and i was like is this targeted towards teenagers is this targeted towards tweens is this targeted towards adults it took me a little while to sort of understand where the movie was placing itself Um, and the other issue that i had with it was the pacing and editing at the start was confusing for me. Which I think I said to you after it came out, like, which is notoriously DC's problem. Like, yeah. Man of Steel has editing and pacing issues. Batman vs Superman, the theatrical cut has issues with that as well. Um, Suicide Squad definitely has that. But once it got into it, I was really enjoying it. Um, 
I yeah, I I liked it. I wouldn't say I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, there were certainly aspects of it that I was like, that was really cool. Like you and I both agree <laughs> that the all the fight scenes were amazing. Some of the best fights, I would say, trying to think, better than every fight scene in Aquaman. Easy. Mm. Um, there are more good fight scenes in this than in Wonder Woman. Better fight scenes than anything in Justice League. Like, I would say like. The only other fights that I like, maybe more than the ones in this, are the warehouse scene in Batman vs Superman, mm. um, and I really like um, that one scene in Wonder Woman where she like knocks down the tower and stuff. Yeah, that's very CGI heavy. Whereas these are all coordinated. I think um, one of the other reasons why it's not doing well in terms of the sexism of it is that if like if you want to draw that card, is that it is very anti men. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, all all the men are bad guys. It, all the men cross. Like, it, there's no one woman in the show who is a bad guy. You know, all the women are heroes, all the men are evil. Oh, I, just, I, I disagree. All, I, I think it is anti-men, but I never once felt like, oof, slow down. I never felt See, like... See, I did. Really? I didn't feel oh, like... Oh, I did. I, I was like... When it got to the table scene, where she was like up on the table and all that sort of stuff like that. No, 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 not that. Oh, bit. oh, yeah, yeah. When he, when he like is sexually assaulting the girl and stuff like that, I was like, this is making me feel really uncomfortable. But it wasn't just making me feel uncomfortable because of like the, the, the sexual, the, the sexual harassment of it all. Mm. It was making me feel uncomfortable because I was like, you're. Try. It seemed like they were trying really hard to go. Um, here's a guy, and he's bad, and here's another guy, and he's bad, and he here's how we're showing you that they're bad. Mm. You know, like um, this guy's trying to like rape Harley Quinn, like so he he's he's bad, <laughs> mm. and we're like we get that, like I don't know, it just kind of that that aspect felt a little, and like as a staunch feminist. Mm. That made me feel a bit <sighs> okay. So, I didn't feel we get that, it. I didn't feel that way, and maybe because we, even though it's not tied in at all, we just had Joker. Mm. So I'm like, okay, this even though like there's a very different version of you know Gotham stuff, it kind of feels similar. I'm like, yeah, this is Gotham. Like Gotham is a nasty place, and people are horrible. Um, yeah, absolutely. So I got that. So I and like again, like because there are times where I'll see stuff, and I'll be like. I get it. Like, men are awful. But, like, we need to... I didn't feel that because the two characters in particular, like, are supposed to be awful. And I think, like, they were very um, bold in as much as, like, oh, no, Zaz is a maniac and we're going to prove it. And No, but there was, like, little comments and stuff like that. Like, when at, at the end, when all the, the men had arrived mm. to attack the girls in the... In the, the Mizumal? Yes, that's right. And he was just, like... You know, and he was doing his speech, and he was like, "Men, mm. are we just gonna let this bitch go?" Mm. And all this kind of stuff like that. And it was very much kind of like 
that it was very much like we're attacking these women purely because they're women and we're attacking them because we're men、mm-hmm. and men are bad and i just kind of felt like that was a little on the nose for me like if they'd changed some of the dialogue still kept the action still kept the characters like morals and values yeah but just changed some of the dialogue just slightly sure it would have changed the aspect of that and made it less like You're sitting there going, okay, we get it now. Yeah. And so, if that's how I felt, I can only imagine how sexist men felt. Yeah. I, it's funny because、yeah, I didn't feel that. And, like, there are definitely times I was sitting in a movie, I'm like, I get it. Like, but can we. And I didn't feel that in this. And I think because, like, you said all the girls were heroes. And, yes, at the end of the day, they were, did do heroic stuff. But, like, they're not. None of them are heroes. Like, no, no, I get that. But from their point of view, and the movie is told from their point、yeah. of view. Yeah. Like, there are times I mean? where I'm like, oh. Like, obviously, Harley Quinn is not a hero, <laughs>、mm. but in her eyes, she、yeah. is.、Um, like, Huntress, you know, flat out kills people in this、yeah. movie. And Black Canary, like, does, like,、um, like, gets, like, the, like gets the girl kidnapped and all that、mm. sort of stuff. And、mm. Montoya's a terrible cop and alcoholic. Yeah. Like... <coughs> but, you know, and, like, that、mm. whole stuff with Montoya and, like, you know, her. They could have cut that storyline out. And, and I did it's not... always, like, a guy who takes the credit、yeah. and, like, she gets nothing and、mm. da da da. <laughs> and you just, I just kind of go, okay, I know, I get it.、Mm. Like, we don't have to be so on the no- nose with it. Yeah, I could have done without the entire storyline. Yeah, I didn't really like her character. No. I, liked, I loved Huntress. I thought her character was great. Yeah, and she's she really good. Really she's really good, good in the comics, and she's kind of like this character that Batman's always trying to rein in, just being like, hey, like, can you not kill people, please? Like,、yeah. I can help you. Like, I think you're doing a great job, but like, please don't kill people.、Mm. Um, yeah, she was really good. I would have liked to have seen her in a costume. I would have liked to see all of the characters in costumes. Black Canary is probably the closest mm. to. Um, To her costume, and she was pretty cool. I would have liked to see more of the canary cry,、mm, but I understand、yeah. that it's like that we were talking about the Supergirl eye lasers, I think, at one point, where it's like you can't do it all the time, otherwise, it becomes boring and stuff. Yeah,、um, oh, she could have done it like slightly one more time. She literally、mm. broke one glass and then knocked everybody else out. And they did show that it takes a lot out of her because then she collapsed yeah, afterwards. I, was,、yeah. I did like that.、Um, who else? Who was the other? It was just Harley. It was just three of、yeah. them. And Montoya? Yeah. Oh, and, the, and Cassandra Kane, who、yeah. was a, a pickpocket.、Um, well, how could you swallow <laughs> that diamond? I'm sorry. Yeah. How can you swallow that and not choke? That's not possible. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, <laughs> if you look at this movie. Yeah.、Um, Margot Robbie is clearly having a ball. Oh, yeah. She's, she's, loving, she's loving it. She's and like, I think that's what makes the audience like, happy as well. The、mm. fact that you can tell that she's. Really having a good time. Yeah, absolutely. And like, she's like, she has pretty much all the best fight scenes.、Like、there's, yeah. There's that scene where she、um, storms the police station. She's got like, the yeah, bean yeah, bag yeah, and the glitter gun and stuff. That、That's、was really, really cool.、Good. The scene in、um, the evidence room. Yeah, that was awesome when she gets the baseball bat. And she's bouncing off people yeah, and being yeah, yeah. trapped out of people. I think、oh. that's actually one of my favorite scenes. It's really good. Um, And then um, I really like the amusement mile fights. I mean, they're on the carousel and stuff. Yeah. And they're all like trying to protect the girls. I thought that was really, really good. Um, one of the things that kind of irked me a little bit,、um, I don't irked, but I was kind of like, because the whole film is about her getting over the Joker, like, and then、yeah. breaking up. The problem I have with that is that we've never really seen them as a couple. Yeah. So I don't care. Yeah. Like, and not, That's in, a, a,、really、good not in a bad way, just kind of like, I saw a couple of scenes of them together in 
Suicide Squad, but I thought they were broken up in Suicide Squad. Like, I didn't yeah. realize they were together because she's like hitting on Deadshot and stuff. So mm. I was like, so part of me was like, do we need the breakup movie before the relationship? Yeah. Um, that was one of the only things that kind of got under my skin. I was like, oh, like, it's this weird, like, how can you be emancipated if you were never under control or never like yeah. trapped? Like, mm. and if you were, like, we need to see that. Um, and like, obviously they don't want to bring Jared Leto back for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, and that's fine, but it's a bit tough to like, it's a visual medium show. Don't tell. Yeah, that's right. Um, I loved her costumes. <coughs> I thought all of her costumes were great. I think there was a really interesting point about how like Margot Robbie really, mm. um, went in with, um, uh, some creative control over Harley Quinn's costumes because she was really unhappy with her costume, you know. Um, of course, squad. absolutely. Mm. Um, so I really, like, I love those, like, overalls and stuff like that. Like, she just looked great. I did. I liked them, but I still, like, for me, I've seen none. Like, even in Suicide Nothing Squad. Nothing that harks to the actual original. Like, even Suicide Harley. Squad, I'm like, okay, like, it's a, it's a cool outfit, but that's not what she looks like. No. Like, give me, like, one... Red and black. I mean, we see, like, a second of it in Suicide Squad, and it looks great. Like, let's do the whole movie in Mm. that. Um, We got to see, like, the roller derby outfits. I like that. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Yeah, like, like, to me, this was kind of a little bit like um, Last Jedi. Like, when it works, it really, really works. Um, But when it doesn't, I'm kind of like, okay, like, let's... Yeah. Look, it's not terrible. I did enjoy it, um, and I had a good time. I... Like, it rank, definitely ranks higher than Suicide Squad for me. Yeah. Um, but um, I don't know if I'd put it as high as some of the other films for me. I just... I just... I don't know exactly what it was. It just kind of felt like it was missing a bit of substance or something. I'm not sure. Like, it was mm. fun, but I was like, all right, like... Yeah. Um, I, I agree. I remember going in, I'm like, oh, I hope this is the one that I want to go back and rewatch. Mm. Like, I want to go back and rewatch immediately. Because none of the films have really done that for me. Um, like, Batman vs. Superman took me years to, like, to the I'm like, except like Joker, I would have been like, yeah, I could rewatch that. I haven't. Mm. But I could, I was like, yeah, yeah, I want to watch it. But that's not connected to these anyway. Shazam, I really enjoyed, but, like, uh, I didn't run back to rewatch that one. Aquaman, I haven't run back to rewatch. Yeah. Like, um, so, yeah, I was really hoping that um, this would do it for me. And, like, again, it's still a really enjoyable film. I like that she had a hyena. Yeah. Um, not... The hyenas from the comics, but that's okay. Like, she named it Bruce instead of um, yeah. Bud and Lou. Because uh-huh. she has two after Abbott Costello. That's what she oh, named okay. them after. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, it really felt like DC was like, we're making Deadpool. Yeah. Mm, that's what it did feel like. Um, and I would say the same with the first Deadpool film. Like, when it works, it really works. But there are definitely moments where I'm like, okay, like, cool. This part isn't for me or whatever. Mm. Um I thought Ewan McGregor was really good, so it was nice to see he, like, he was... Yeah, he was really good. He was... There was times when his accent slipped a little. Yeah. But, like, he's clear, like he was clearly having fun. I think the biggest disservice the film did was kill him off. Yeah. Um, we said spoilers, so it's fine. It's like, oh, but he's good, and it's Ewan McGregor. Like, wouldn't you like him to be... Unless Ewan McGregor was like, hey, one and done. I don't want to Yeah, do that's right. Uh, and they also killed Zaz. Um, I was like, oh, like... These are two. Yeah, I didn't like him. I didn't like the way Danny Castellano yeah. uh, did him. Sure. I didn't like that. Um, yeah, look, it's also not quite... That's not what, the, that's not what Zaz is he like was, either. He was he's like the human epitome of 
the goofy hyena in Lion King. Yeah. The dumb one. Yeah, like, there were some things. And I like that he referenced that he cut himself um, every time he killed. I was yeah. like, yeah, that is Zaz. Mm. But he's also not like, he kind of felt like a bit of a sex grief. Yeah. Um, whereas I wanted to see, like, Zaz from the comics, which they may never do. <laughs> like, he's pretty messed up. Um, but, um, but yeah, so all in all, um, I think it's okay. I think it's pretty fun. I definitely would rewatch it. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing more of Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn. And hopefully we'll get to see more Huntress and uh, Black Canary as well. But like seeing Black Canary do stuff, I was like, oh, like now I want to see Green Arrow. Like I want to see Black Canary and Green Arrow together. Mm. But like, that's what this film was. This film was all about girl power, which is cool. Um, I just would have liked, um, I don't know. It's weird having like all these characters before Batman because it's kind of like the universe is kind of rebooted now. Yeah. Um, but it's fine. Like it's cool. Like, um, yeah, I don't know. That's it. <laughs> um, what are you going to score Birds of Prey out of? Hair ties. Hair ties. Oh yeah, because she's mm. a good hair tie. Yeah, I like that line. I thought it was good. Mm. Um, yeah, okay. Um, what do you what do you rate the old birds of prey as? I'm gonna give it seven hair ties. Oh, I'm gonna give it seven too. Yeah. Um, I thought like you you might have dipped to a six point five. I was thinking that, mm. um, but seven is the number that came to my lips, so seven is the number I'm gonna say. It's fun. Like it's just it. The tone is uneven. Like you know, it doesn't know really who its audience is to begin with. Yeah. Um, but it's visually like very entertaining. There's a lot going on. It's very yeah. colorful. Mm. And those fight scenes, like they're just like, yeah, like that's what you want. Like this. So well done. This movie made way more sense. Like that finale, that third act where they're just like fighting like hordes of, um, like the gang guys, members. Yeah. That to me, like makes way more sense than sending Harley Quinn in to stop a God. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, like this is just it's too. So, like that should have been the Suicide Squad ending, like yeah, fighting yeah, like hordes right. of inmates in Arkham or something. Absolutely. Um. So I really enjoyed that. Um. And and they do reference Suicide Squad. Like this is a sequel to Suicide Squad. Mm. There's like a at one point in the prison, there's um a wanted poster for Captain Boomerang. Yeah. Um, which I liked. She's like, hey, I know him. <laughs> um, so it's a step. Like it's still, it's still not a bad film. Um, it's just, you know, like, just needs a little bit of work. Yeah. But hopefully, like, it'll make its money back. I hope that, you know, people go out and see it. Because it's still worth checking out and there's still some cool stuff in there, so. Um, I won't talk about Parasite for too long. Even though, um, we do spoil stuff here. I think that's a film, like, to even just kind of describe the basic plot is a bit of a spoiler. Mm. Um, what I will say is that it is not... Um, a horror movie. It's not a horror movie about it's, parasites. It's more of a con film, like a, like a con artist type film, mm. like a grifting film. Mm. Um, it's fun and quirky and extreme in some areas, like, just like all good Korean cinema. Like it goes into like, some weird places. Mm. Um, and uh, people should definitely watch it. Like definitely, like don't let, don't use the, uh, the excuse of oh, I don't like subtitles. Like keep you away from this. I hate that excuse. I'm yeah. like. Can you read? Yeah. Then you can watch this movie. It's yeah, fine. that's right. <coughs> How many little buggy parasites uh, are you gonna? Find I'm gonna out? I'm gonna rate it out of um, wealth rocks. Okay. Uh, and I'm gonna give it eight. Nice. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I'm uh, not a perfect film. Um, like we all know, my favorite film was Midsummer, but it's fun and like goes into weird places, which I always like. <laughs> 
Um, should we talk about the fact that we watched Romeo and Michelle's high school Oh, reunion? can we not, please? Sure. Oh my god. What? So we rewatched it because I re- watched it when I was younger. Mm. And I really liked it when I was younger. But I feel like I only saw it like once or twice. I'll put it out there. This You're not alone in your opinion. Like, no. This is a classic 90s yes, comedy. Yes, it is. Like, I have friends who are like, I love this movie. Yes. It, yeah, exactly. No, I know. <laughs> um, we, yeah, so I was like, I feel like watching this again. So And James was like, well, I've never seen it before. So we will put it on. I did not crack a smile, let alone laugh, the entire time. I think once I went, hmm. Yeah, that's And about... that was it. I was like, I was eager, because, not eager, but I was because I was like, which I was actually ready for bed. And you're like, you want to watch a movie? I'm like, all right, like yeah, like let's watch a movie. I was like, you choose. I don't really mind what it is. And I was like, this is going to be like, she's all that. Yeah. Like yeah. Like not, like not necessarily like the mm-hmm. same plot, but like that kind of comedy. Like, and we watched that only about a year ago and it held up. So I was like, oh, except for the rap. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this would be, you know, this would be fun. I like, I've liked Lisa Kujo in things. I've never really been a friend's fan, but I've seen her stuff and found her like fun. Like, I liked yeah. her in The Good Place. Yep. Um, and um, Mira Sorvino, I think I've seen in bits and pieces before. And I like... Why she was doing a Garth from Wayne's World impersonation the whole time? Which no, was... she wasn't doing it the whole time. Speaking out of the corner of her mouth. Her accent, her accent was more spotty than yes. Ewan McGregor's. Like, it was yes. slipping all the time. And I know whether she was just putting it on whenever she was with Lucy Kudrow to like... I don't to... know. To be more Californian, but she like spoke out of the corner of her mouth like this. Yeah, I'll say this. I challenge you to find a likable character in this movie. Oh, it's No horrible. one is likable. It's horrible. <laughs> but not even like you can have movies where people aren't likable. But it's just, it's a comedy. It was not Funny. Not funny. Not funny. It's just it wasn't funny. What your what where the humor is supposed to be is how Lisa Kudrow is really dumb. That's where the humor is supposed to be. Mm. The humor is supposed to be in like like I remember laughing at that magnet scene where they suck the magnets to her back. And I remember like when I was a kid, like laughing at that. And I watch that now and I'm just like it's not funny. But mm. I'm not even like, oh, that's bullying. I'm just like, no, it's just not funny. Mm. I mean, look, films do... Age, some films age worse than others. Like, there are plenty of like comedies from the it's 90s. It's definitely one of them. But there are definitely like, films from the 90s. Like, from my childhood, I've watched as an adult. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Like, so I, I get it. Um, I can see how like your opinion would have changed. It. But I was like, I don't know what this like what this film's going to be. Like, I did, again, I was like, who's the audience for this film? I think it's, like, teenage girls. I think that's what it is. Because, like, teenage girls are the ones who stereotypically would worry the most about, you know, their high school reunion and all this kind of stuff like that. And, like, the girls being bullied and, like, different and everything. Now, I've never seen the, the, the film, but is it is this kind of, like, Clueless? Is it, like, similar uh, to, like, No, Clueless is different. Yeah. Um, Clueless is... Because you don't really like Clueless. I don't really like Clueless, but it's better than that. It's better than Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. Because at least Clueless has, like, zinger lines and Mm. stuff like that. And there's parts where you can go, oh, yeah, like, that's a bit funny. The reason I don't like Clueless is because I think it's held in a really high esteem that it doesn't deserve. Mm. And the pacing of it's all weird. Yeah, sure. Um, And I just never got on the bandwagon that everybody else did of, like, 
Chris, is it Christina Applegate in Clueless? Um, there's Alicia Silverstone. Alicia Silverstone in Clueless. Batgirl herself. Yeah. Um, and so I was just, and cause everybody's just like, you know, like that's amazing. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's fine. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I've never seen it. So um, it's on my list, my watch list. Like I will check it out I'd eventually. Watch, I'd watch it again, but mm. it's not amazing. But better than Romeo and but, Michelle. Oh, it's not hard to be better than Romeo and Michelle's high school. It was, it was tough. Like, it was just a tough watch. It was really and like at one point. I remember at one point you were like, you know what, if this doesn't improve in the next five minutes, I'm going to turn this off. I was like, all right, eagerly. <laughs> and at the end of it, I was like, did it get better? Because <laughs> like, the film, we watched all of it. And I wondered whether you had that thing in me where I'm like, well, we're halfway through. I should just commit to the end. <laughs> yeah. Um, the film sucks. Yeah, <laughs> like, the film sucks. I'm sorry. Like, you know, like, you never want to criticize a film too hard because, you know, so many people worked on it, like, the appeals pride yeah, and joy. Yeah, this film sucked. How many post-it notes are you giving it? Zero. I'm no. gonna give it two. I'll, yeah, I'll give it two. Like zero, yeah. zero. Like there is, I guess. Like there's merit in the film, maybe not for me, but for other for other people, like for other audiences. So yeah. it's not a zero, but it's um, yeah, it's it's not good. Yeah, I think that's the lowest I've ever scored a movie, other than what like. Winter Soldier, which is probably I, like negative 100 or something. I think that's the lowest I've um, scored something as well. I've previously like given fours. I think yeah. I've lowest as a two before. Um, you have to get ready to love the Winter Soldier because he's coming to Disney+. Plus. Oh, is he? Falcon the Winter Soldier, they dropped a little teaser recently. Mm-hmm. He's got a haircut now, so you'll like it. Oh, good. Oh, that's all right then. I'll probably watch it. That's right. Just to remind the audience who do know this, <laughs> Tina's whole objection to the Winter Soldier, the whole reason she hates anything to do with him is because he hasn't got a haircut. Yep. Bloody hippie. Um, last thing on the agenda is some TV. I told you to trim those sideburns. <laughs> There's not much uh, TV to talk about. Uh, the Good Place finished? Yeah, The Good Place finished. One of the better endings, I think, to a TV show. Yeah, I think so. Um, really nice. And again, it's been out for a couple of weeks, so we are going to spoil it. I think the episode before the finale which was a two-parter they came up they kind of found out they got to they got to the good place finally and like people hated here because you can now do whatever you want forever mm. and eventually that gets boring yeah so they had to create another door um which put you at rest forever yeah. it's like a mm. final resting place mm. and they're like we don't know what happens you know maybe you cease to be like maybe you reincarnate like maybe we don't know what's gonna happen but you'll be at peace yeah um and the double episode had, you know, our four heroes, like, finally realizing that they also wanted to, you know... Go through the door. Go through the door and, mm. and come to it. And it was really, like, emotional. Like, by the end of it, like, I was holding back tears. Like, I would say for the almost the whole episode, actually. Yeah. Like, there's so many, like, little moments. I was like, oh, my God. Uh, but it was still funny. Like, it wasn't, yeah, like... Yeah, it was funny. Um, they gave um, Michael a really great ending. Yeah, I love uh, Michael Realman. Yeah, <laughs> Real Man. Uh, yeah, and like again, um, Ted Danson. Like the whole show it's has so been good. fantastic. I was in an interview recently with um, oh, I'm going to forget uh, Mark Evan Jacobs. Mark Jacob Evans. Well, he's the guy who plays Sean. Oh, okay, yeah. And he's in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, and, and sort of stuff. He's a really good actor. Really great character. Really funny. Apparently, his character in that in the show is the devil. Oh, he's the devil, devil. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was just like a high, a high, the high ranking up, demon. A high ranking demon. Yeah, yeah, like they're talking about it, and like he, like on this podcast, and he was like, "Yeah, it's like well, I kind of played the devil on this show." I'm like, "Oh, I never realized." Um, 
because it's not heaven and hell. It's just yeah. Because like, you know, they're like, well, look, why does religion have to come into it? Like, there's good and there's bad. I suppose uh, we should have picked that up because it doesn't seem like there ever is someone higher up than Sean. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought it was really yeah a really good ending. Really like it tied up plenty of loose ends, leaving enough questions, but not like. I need another season to answer yeah, these questions. It's yeah. kind of like leaving it a little bit ambiguous, so you don't, so you can make up your own mind. Yeah. Um, but um, when um, they reunited Tahani with like her family, yeah, like, that almost destroyed me because yeah. like the whole like thrust of that show has been like how she's been jealous of her sister and how she like had a terrible relationship with her parents and like her parents like f- like and like she and her sister have been hanging out in the good place for a while because mm. her sister died, and then like one day like their parents in the good place with them and she's like alright we just have to have like oh, oh no, this is I, gonna I, be I just good. want one good okay. day with them and the first thing I do was apologise yeah. like oh my god like yeah um, so beautifully done so Arthur, Michael Shaw who um, works in the oh, office and created Parks and Rec um, yeah and um, Brooklyn I think he's involved in Brooklyn Nine-Nine as well like just a great funny guy like and just yeah I can't yeah. wait to see what he does next. Like, what's he going? What's the next show he's going to do? Mm. Maybe he's going to take a holiday finally. Yeah, he's been one of those great shows in the last it. decade. Um, so that ended. Um, don't need to really give it a ranking. Everyone should be watching The Good Place. If you haven't seen it, how dare you? Um, <laughs> even with me spoiling it, you're still going to love it. So go watch it. Um, we watched a great little docu series called Wild Wild Country. Yeah. All about the Rajneesh cult uh, mm-hmm. who moved from India to Middle America. Yeah. Um, oh, not Middle America. Um, Western. Was, was it like Utah or something? No, or? no, no. It was Oregon. Oregon, that's right. That's like the... Is that like Oregon's... The, no, the Oregon's... No, no, no. Oregon is north. <clears throat> it's, it's like just before... It's it's the most easterly... Westerly point of America in terms of like... Or northwesterly because it's like right before Canada. Oh, okay. It's a state before Canada. I didn't know that. Mm. I watched six episodes about it. Didn't even realize. <laughs> um... This has been out for a while, so it's not like a new series. Plenty of people oh, have seen better it. better be. I better check, yeah. Hmm? Oh, I better get my geography right. Hmm. But um, really fascinating. I'd never heard of them before this um, <clears throat> documentary. My only criticism of the documentary was... I kind of came at it, I'm like, so wait. The big problem with this cult was they you know, made a small town really noisy. Um, and apparently, like... It's, uh, the only state above it is Washington, and then it's Canada. Yeah. So it's above California. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my only criticism was like, I don't see how they were bad. Like, except for like, there were a couple of things. Like, there was the poisoning the, of the town's water and the stuff. The problem is, I think, is that, because I was doing a bit of research on them, I think the, the documentary doesn't really go, like, into, what they go did. into a lot of detail as to like what they did. It like talks about like the whole like fraud of the the marriage fraud. Yeah, there was and that. And it talks about yeah the poisoning and stuff like that. But that's more targeted towards Sheila. But a lot of that than also the rest felt. Of them. A lot of that felt like provoked self defense. Like yeah, the way they portrayed it was. But, like, but that, like the way they portrayed that documentary, like a lot of time I was like, I think they're meant to be the heroes of this show. Well. If you read up on it, yeah. it's a lot worse than what the That's what documentary I'm saying. Yeah. Says, states it as. Like, before, like, the provoked attacks, it was like, they had lots of sex, and they built, like, a really big town with an airport next to a very small town, mm. and people didn't like that. Which, to me, and I just, like, like, if I was like, oh, it's white people kicking out, like, an Indian culture, which was mainly white people in the end. But I was just like, I don't really see what's so wrong with them until they start doing the horrible things, which was a provoked 
defensive attack. I think that's <clears throat> that's the problem is that the direct the the documentarians mm. that a lot of people a lot of people have criticised Wild Wild Country for not really going into depth about mm. um, the issues with the Rajneeshi cult. It's more about um, the issues that the people with ant at Antelope mm. had with the cult. Yeah. Over anything else. Um, and so it was more about just like the land rather than these guys are like abusing women and like neglecting children. Yeah. That I did cotton on to because there was a Australian woman. Like drugging their cult people. Mm. Because there was an Australian woman who I couldn't stand. She was really irritating. Mm. Um, but she was, she talked about how she she and her husband had kids and then the kids were never mentioned to to the last episode because they didn't bring them. Um, to the cult, or whatever. So <clears throat> it was really, like, really interesting and like entertaining and stuff. But I did feel that I was like, if you're gonna tell me these people, like, show not tell that these people are horrible, I need to know why. Because right now it seems like a pretty cool place to go. Like, <laughs> <clears throat> um, but it was still a good documentary. But yeah, like, could have done with some more information. So mm. um, I think there are plenty of documentaries out there about it, though. So be interested to see a little bit more. Yeah. <clears throat> um, should we talk about your new favorite dating show? Oh my god. Oh my god. We don't have to. Um so James and I like like James said earlier on, um, we recently got like the, the channel seven and, and the channel, channel nine, nine apps. apps. And I was like, Oh, I wanna watch like UK Love Island because I've heard that the UK one's really, really good. So I started watching it and it was really long and we got through like halfway through the first episode and I was like, Oh, yeah, I'll go. I'll go back to it later. So we're flipping, flipping through, and we came across Naked Attraction, mm. and like I'd I'd heard of Naked Attraction before, and I know that like people um, are naked on it, but I didn't realize how filthy the show is. Yeah, this is a pretty... like so filthy. You were saying. I was going to say, we should probably explain what it is for people who don't know. So, Naked Attraction is a dating... I feel like there's a German version as well. It's a dating show from the UK. And basically what happens is that they bring someone in, someone who's, like, having trouble... Has had trouble finding love. Mm. I was just looking for for a boyfriend or a girlfriend. But a lot of times, like, that's the... Like, that's kind of like... I think they try to do that a little bit so, like, what happens next feels more human, I guess. And they normally start with a woman and then go to a man and whatever. So, they'll put, like, a woman in... On the on the set with the host, and it's like five chambers or six chambers. I think it's six. Um, and inside is a naked person, mm. and then like like all right, we're gonna show you a third of this person's body, and they always go from the bottom up. So the TV screen is just filled with genitals. Yeah, because it's not censored. No, it's uncensored. Yeah, and then like naked torsos, and like sometimes. And look, I'm not a, a sizist or anything. Look, I'm a heavy guy. I'm not trying to trying to lose some weight now, but like. I've definitely been heavy, so I'm not going to criticise. That being said, there have been some morbidly obese people on there, and it's mm. like, oh, I don't know if I need the... It's like, a, it's like a car wreck. It's like, I don't want to look at this, but I can't look away. Oh, yeah, no, you can't look away. You can't stop watching it. And it's not. And it's like, it's not just a case of, okay, you see a, a million penises, and you see all of these vaginas and stuff like that. Like, you know, you see that stuff in, like, embarrassing bodies and things. It's like... The, the the person looking for the date, the things that they will say is so filthy. And do. Like, touch and them. And do. As... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, can, they, like, touch them and stuff like that. There's, like, in the, in the, in the, oh, it makes me gag every time. 
but like in the um opening credits opening credits there's like this girl this woman's like licking cream not even whipped cream it's like thickened cream of someone's abs of someone's like abs and I'm like this is so gross um and it's just like this is on national tv national tv how can you because at the end of it like at the end of each like round they they vote a person out basically Mm. Um, because they don't like the look of their penis, or they don't like the look of their boobs. But they'll say the, something but else. They'll say something else. Basically. Like, oh, you, you got the same body type as my sister, yeah. which uh, is a weird thing to say. Yeah. It's like, why do you know this? Um, and so then they'll be like, "You've just said goodbye to John, who's a forty-two-year-old conveyancer at in Ealing." I'm like, how do you go back to your work? Yeah. And be like, "Hi guys, Monday morning." And everybody not be like, we saw your dick. And it was pierced. Yeah. Because there's been that as well. Yeah. It's, uh, you it's know very, what I mean? It's very strange. I said to you, I think after the first five minutes of the first show we watched, I was like, only in Britain could they make this show work. It couldn't work in America. No, it, only Europe. in Britain and Europe yeah. could they make this show. Yeah, not America. Certainly no. not down here in Australia. No. Um, or even though they air this in Australia. Yeah. Um, but I think you can only get it on the Channel 9. App. App. Mm. I don't know. We which doesn't have much free to air in Which like doesn't have an age control, by the way. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Um, yeah, it's a bizarre show, but like you want to watch some, some trash trailer shows. Like, all right, like we'll check it out. And and that is the trashiest it gets. Because the thing as well is like when you said like, oh, like, and like they see naked people. I was like, yeah, of course. They see them, but we won't. And then when I was just like, I was like, I, was like, I couldn't believe it. Like, I was yeah. like, what is this? Yeah. This is like, I, I knew that we would see some penises mm. and some vaginas. I didn't know we would see them that close. Mm. Like you can see the hairs. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like you can see the, the little goosebumps. Yeah. But just the stuff that they would say about like what you, what, oh, what that penis could do to me. Yeah. And you're just like, oh my God. It's, um, you're on national television. It's a bizarre thing. We, I think we watched two it's episodes. It's so bizarre. And I remember walking... I remember, like, we paused for a second because I went to go to the bathroom or something like that. And I was saying to you, I feel like we're in that age of that episode of Doctor Who where they go to Earth in the future or whatever. And it's like all the reality TV, like the big brother, like... When you get voted out, you actually, like, die and all this. Like, mm. we are, like, one step away from that. Mm. We are one If that... If this television show exists, there's something wrong with <laughs> with this planet. It's weird, like, how the... the I mean, it's so much fun. The huggers. Watching... We have, like, like, hug as well. It's like... Yeah, but person... you notice how, like, um, most of the time when they hug, they don't. They're only touching arms to shoulders. They're yeah. not touching stomach to stomach. Sometimes they do those, which is like everything's brushing up. I'm like, yeah. Again, this is the UK and Europe, so it's a little bit different. Yeah. But, um. Anyway, so yeah, we we watched two episodes. I think the next day I was like, can we we gotta start watching something else. <laughs> yeah. We need a break from all the. We would need to watch something that was Willies. Oh, it's just. Yeah, it's it's strange, but now I know the show exists. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh my god. Did you have any other movies or TV that we may have missed? No, I don't think so. Uh, the last thing I'll talk about then quickly um, before we wrap it up is Harley Quinn. Still airing. The ne- ne- uh, next week is the final episode of this cartoon. It rocks. I can't like express it. I really, really like this cartoon. Um, they just uh, aired the second last episode this weekend. Uh, it was shocking. 
Um, it really was. Like, spoilers. If you haven't seen it yet, like, I'm sorry, like, you got to catch up. But, um, spoilers. They killed Poison Ivy. Oh, did they? Now, I don't think she's dead for good. Yeah. No way. But they killed her, and I was like... Oh, my God. And I stopped, and, like, I got, like... Because you get emotionally caught up, and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And, like, to me, she's, like, she's my favorite character in this show. Like, mm. like in a show all about Harley Quinn, where she should be the star, I'm like, yeah, she's good, but um, Poison Ivy's great. Um, and they killed her, and I was like, oh, my God, like, this is nuts. Um, by the Joker, so we know that we're seeing Harley Joker showdown in the final episode. Yeah. Um, really fun stuff. Um, super adult, so, yeah, don't show your kids, or any kids... Um, yeah, it's not a kid's cartoon. Um, you've only seen like, bits and pieces of it. Yeah, um, but, uh, but it's definitely not a kid's cartoon. Yeah, from the few bits and pieces, you're like, oh, this is weird. Definitely not for kids. Um, but it's great that's um, finishing up. We should also announce, uh, this is not movie related, but it is uh, past and remote rem- uh, related. Uh, our friend Josh from Deadleaf Games, he's been on the show once before um, on an episode we called Be Our Guest, released uh, his first ever game on Steam this weekend. It's called Nom Nom Apocalypse. It's on Steam right now. Um, it's like like a 1950s monster movie style, like Night of the Living Dead, except instead of zombies, it's mutant food, mm. and you go around as chefs and you shoot them with different like food guns and yeah. uh, condiments and stuff. Really fun stuff. I have played a beta version of it. I haven't had a chance to play the new one yet because um, I have a Mac. Um, right now, it's only on Steam. I do believe there's going to be some other things available later, but that's for him to talk about, not me. But I think he might be looking to do some other stuff as well. Nice. Go out and support him. Um, it's super fun. Yeah, he's made the whole thing by from scratch. He's going to be on the show. Like I think in like I think in like two or three weeks he's going to be on the show. We'll talk all about it and mm. like the sacrifices he made to get this game done because the yeah. story is kind of unbelievable. Like mm. the fact that he's um, been able to do all this, but um, it is out. As Tina mentioned, he did pretty much I would say ninety percent of the game on his own. I yeah. don't want to like discredit the people who did help. No, that's right. Um, but he did all the character design. He did pretty much all the programming. I think he had to get a couple of people in to help out with that a little mm. bit. And he didn't do the musical sound effects. But everything else is all him. Um, I don't know how it's doing online at the moment. I messaged him on the day of the launch, wishing him good luck. Um, but I haven't spoken to him about it since because I figured, like, now he gets to rest. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and you'll know, like, because we follow him online. I don't think I've seen, like, him post anything in the last two days, which yeah. is, like... A nice break for him because he's been constantly all over, like, Instagram and Twitter, just, like, constantly, like, pushing out videos. And everything's always new. It's always a new clip, which he's had to, he's had to go in and make new clips. Yeah. Mm. Um, but go and check that out because it's awesome. And also he's a friend of the show and he's going to be on, yeah, I think in, like, two or three weeks. And we'll talk all about the game and how he got there, um, which would be good as well. We talked about Birds of Prey. We talked about the Oscars. We've pretty much done everything, I think. Mm. Uh, next week, I do believe Nick will be back um, unless something changes. Um, we may bring up a new segment, uh, not a new segment, an old segment um, next week, um, My Favourite Movie, um, which we might rebrand as Revisited, um, <laughs> but we'll figure that out later, uh, in which case if we do, Tina will be choosing the movie and we get to watch a movie of Tina's choice. Nice. Um, I think that's pretty much it for this week's episode. Was there anything that we've forgotten? No, I don't think so. We've got our Instagram. Follow Pastor. us there, yep. Pastor Right Pod, uh, just at Pastor Right Pod. Yep. Um... And I guess we'll see you next week. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. I'm James Chalmers. I'm Tina Chalmers. We'll see you then. That was so Aussie. I'm bloody... That was British. (laughs) What are you doing? I don't know. I'm tired. It's late. We record way later than we planned to. Yeah. Um, We'll catch you next week. See us on Wooshka.